I'm Peter Martin. And I'm Adam Ennis. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Coming at you right now, in fact, right? Yeah, like immediately coming. <laughs> oh, we're at here. You. We're back at it. Man, I missed you. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see you, man. <laughs> I feel good like we never you. do this anymore. That's right. Uh, so today we're going to talk about the current state of jazz. Oh, is the, what is the current state of jazz exactly? Well, is this is going to be so current that it's going to become out of date tomorrow. So I'm glad you guys are <laughs> listening to this when you are. Yeah, that's right. So we're going to like day. talk about who's playing where this weekend. <laughs> yeah, <that> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think, yeah, I mean, the current state of jazz, perhaps we could at least expand it to this year, right? Sure. <laughs> if not this kind of era. But what do you think about the current state of jazz? I like where jazz is at. I'm more into jazz now than I have been in a while, man. It's great. Yeah. Like, there's so much good stuff coming out. Uh, there's good music being made. There's exciting young musicians. Uh, it's where it should be. I think so, too. I mean, yeah. I I actually, you know, you always hear some people talk about, um, you know, the horrible state of jazz or this is a bad time. This is a bad year. Yeah. And I I think that to me, there's always so much, so much more interesting music that I hear about from reputable people that I haven't heard that I feel like I can't even keep up with enough of the good stuff. Right. You know, I mean, there doesn't have to be a, you know, Louis Armstrong hot fives recording something that's seminal every year. There shouldn't be, you know, for an art form to flourish. But I mean, if you have, you know, great live performances, great recordings, great videos now, just interesting things happening, especially like all around the world. To me, that's a very exciting thing. And that shows, you know, the, the the not only the tenacity of the music the musicians but of the music and the art form in general i agree uh, you know some people are down on the current state of jazz or just yeah. where it is I, I feel like there's always going to be some kind of nostalgia for when you first really got into it you know what i mean yeah. or where like uh, you know it's never going to be 1959 again like right. that's that was that that time and this is a whole different thing it's never going to be 1947 like it's never yep. going to be 1965 it's never going to be 1978 right and those were all great eras but we we're living in a time now where it's well, like 78 but yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> sunlight herbie sunlight that's right. oh yeah that was good um, <laughs> but uh no the, you know all those eras had their own thing and and i think we get nostalgic nostalgic for maybe oh well it was this popular or whatever i mean you know, we talked about in an episode a couple of uh, a couple of days ago that, you know, the last David Bowie record had all jazz musicians on it, right. like young jazz musicians playing really hip, like modern sounding stuff, cutting edge, I would cutting say edge too. stuff, yeah. and that says a lot about where jazz is in our cultural right uh, perspective um, than it does even in where like the the music itself is, uh, you know, within within jazz. But how it's perceived as, I mean, it's perceived as a hip thing again. And that's, yep. that's, a, that's good for us. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the, the, the music has never been understood at the time for, you know, how interesting and edgy it actually is. I mean, like you talk about 1959, you know, 1947, those things, that, that takes the perspective of looking back on those times. Totally. First of all, those times were not all that great in general for a lot of people. No. So the, when we talk about the good old days anyway, but I mean, even specifically within the music, nobody realized at that time how special it is. You have to have that perspective and even great recordings and stuff. I mean, I've been around long enough now to have been around when some really great recordings were released, but usually most people, including myself, didn't realize how interesting and seminal they were until several years later, if not a decade later. It's true. I mean, I think about that um, Kenny Garrett, what's the record where he has, oh, Songbook. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that recording with Kenny Kirkland on it. I think it's one of the best records of the 90s. But I was around in the 90s. I was even <laughs> like, you know, around them and the, the, that band and heard them live yeah. a few years later. So I didn't hear it right when it came out. Yeah. Or maybe I heard it. I was like, oh, that's cool. You weren't feeling it like you are now. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah. know, and I knew it sounded good, but it took a while for it to kind of absorb and a lot of other things happening, whatever. So I think that that's pretty typical uh, with this music in general, you know. Yeah, it's really interesting, right? Um, yeah, it makes, I mean, their whole artists, even like, you know, Monk <laughs> is more appreciated now, apparently, yes. than he ever was in his, his, his own time, his heyday. The records that we love were not as well received as we received them. And I think that really the way the, the so-called music industry and, and the media industry is set up now is actually better for jazz because if you think back to the, you know, everything was about the record dropped on this date and you'd go to the record store and they would start playing it on the radio maybe two days before and then you'd have a hit of the summer and everything was timed out for pop recordings for the biggest selling, you know, the billboard charts and all this. And then it would be this sort of inevitable fade of the record, usually after a couple weeks. If it was something special, maybe after a couple months. If it was something super special, maybe a year, you know, like a Michael Jackson thriller or something where there was just so many hits on it and they spaced them out. Um, But, I mean, that's really not the norm in terms of pop music. Um, So for jazz during that whole era, we always kind of struggled because when a record dropped, first of all, there just wasn't that mass interest. And then there wasn't the ability to be able to absorb. We, we didn't really have singles usually either, mm-hmm. ex- except for maybe for some vocal records or whatever. But in terms of jazz, it was something that really in general is, I think, created you know, for the listener and accepted by the listener as something timeless. At least that's what we're trying to do. I mean, it's not like we make a masterpiece every time, but I mean, we're trying to make something relevant to today, but that's something that will stand up the test of time. Yeah. Um, and that's not trendy. So that kind of works against this strict time limit. So I think it's now that things are kind of released at different times and there isn't that, that old school, you know, things being driven by the radio and stuff really plays in well to jazz arts and that we can kind of release things just as they come out of us and, and then they can slowly have its beautiful life and, and, and hopefully flourish as, as word of mouth gets around and reviews and all these different kind of things. Um, and then to kind of become like this slow rolling hit, you know, that's yeah. what I always thought about that record songbook, bringing that up again, the Kenny Garrett, like that now is sort of acknowledges this really important record, but that took years for that yeah, to happen. That's you know? funny, right? Same thing with Black Holes from the Underground, 1985. Sleeper. Yeah. I mean, for me, like that was a big deal right when it came out, but that, but I think I was the exception to that because I heard that band live and I heard Kenny Kirkland live for the first time a couple of months before yeah. that record came out. So I was like anticipating. You were there with them. I was there with I wanted yeah. to hear that exact thing. Now you can, you know, before a recording would even come out, if you hear something live, which is still a great way to be introduced to the music, you can usually go on YouTube and hear some other live concerts. I do that all the time. For you know? sure. It's yeah. a lot of fun. All right. So we've kind of, we kind of talked about the industry, the state of the, the industry of jazz. Yeah. But what about the music itself? Um, oh, who me, cares about that? <laughs> <laughs> to me, you know, so much music that's being made right now, especially by younger musicians, is, um, I mean, you can really hear the influence of of not jazz, right? Of of styles that aren't jazz on their playing. Yep. I was just checking out this week uh, Logan Richardson's new album, and it's like, I mean, the influences that come through in that record are, are so amazing. I was thinking about. Uh, 
our friend Ulysses Owens Jr. Yep. He was just through town with his project that was. Yep. I mean, this is jazz, but like, there's so much coming yeah. out of that. Yeah. Uh, that's influenced by other other music, and that seems to be it's not a trend, but it's just how I think it's just how jazz musicians are. That's yep. what happens when you're an improviser, is that whatever comes in comes out somehow. Yes. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Uh, it's it's that's a really fascinating thing right now that's happening for sure. Yeah, I think so. I, I think it's I think it's enough of a uh, kind of consolidated movement, if not super organized. But I mean, you're starting to hear it in enough different places, some similarities between the influences that it, it is sort of a, a loose movement. And I think it's great. You know, I mean, I know a lot of the old school jazz heads are like it has to have a specific kind of beat to be jazz, and I just I just don't really believe that. I I think to me. Um, you know the current state of jazz is great because there's a lot of great sounding music coming yeah. out and to me that is not strictly attached to one kind of a groove it's it's more attached to one sort of mentality and spirit in the music that's that's really difficult for me i mean not being eloquent nearly eloquent enough to talk about it accurately other than to say the typical kind of stuff of like freedom and improvisation and right. and rapport between the musicians but mainly just kind of that that impetus to create something that you know is part of the tradition of this beautiful big thing that we call jazz in any part and and we know how diverse that actually is right. whenever you start using the word tradition people start thinking okay it has to sound like Louis Armstrong the hot five hot right. that's just the beginning or not even that's not even the beginning of the tradition yeah, that's, not, yeah. that's just early part of the tradition right. And, you know, people were, were like, wow, this sounds super revolutionary the way that they're hitting that backbeat in that. And, you know, what are they doing? You know, um, I mean, actually, the music wasn't even organized enough then probably to say that. But totally. I mean, yeah. There's always been times when people say like, wow, that's that's, you, that's play jazz of- without a tuba. What is crazy? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're not going to let the left hand play continual stride. The, the bass is going to take. That's over? not What's jazz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that, you know, I, to me, the only barometer is the listenability of it really i mean when we talk about the current state of jazz i mean we joke about maybe you know the way jazz musicians dress now has gone downhill that's probably <laughs> happened but i mean look they're still not paying us to see what, what we're wearing you know that's true they're coming to hear us so i mean those other things can become cyclical but as long as there's you know good i mean and think about all the great young musicians now i think that we're kind of at an all-time high there's for these, so many good players yeah. yeah and it's so funny because like i came up in that young lions early what was that, early 90s yeah. thing? There's more good players now, There's maybe. way more. Like, now is the real young yeah, Lions. Yeah. We, we might have had more Oak Tree suits, but they can definitely <laughs> play. I mean, there's just more really good players. There was some great players then, yeah. but there's just more of them right now. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I think that if, if you're looking at that being the barometer for the current state of jazz, I think it's, it's, it's great. Yeah, I like, hands. I like what you said about the spirit of it. it. It's kind of one of those things where you know where you hear it, right? Yeah. It's like, how can you say, you know, Herbie's Headhunters doesn't swing oh, or man. isn't jazz? You know, yeah. I mean, that's obviously jazz, you know. And, and I mean, those, that, those kind of recordings were so great, so influential. I mean, just think about for us how much we listen to those coming up. And now the, the so-called kids, they still gravitate to those records just the same way we gravitated towards stuff. That was earlier. I mean, I was too young to hit headhunters in real time, so I was looking at that as an old school recording. Yeah, totally. You know, in the eighties, but it's like or, or like Robert Glasper's Black Radio. Yeah, like you don't where you hear it. That's those are jazz musicians making that. Obviously, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I think now it's kind of it's like a golden age too for creativity with fusion music, kind of modern. You know, the, the truest sense of the word fusion, where you're if it's like hip hop and jazz or classical and jazz, all these not necessarily 
what we think of coming out of the 70s as strictly fusion, jazz, rock, funk. Right. But just taking different music and having collaborations. Collabs? I don't know if you collabs, hear them. Collabs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hashtag collab. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, I mean, this is... You know what? I'm gonna start getting militant about this. I was I started out kind of positive, like, oh, you know, I'm like, no, you you better recognize this is a great state <laughs> state of jazz. Now I'm getting pissed off. You're like See? you're like a conservative, but for the new school, that's <laughs> exactly, great. Yeah, exactly. It's awesome. Yeah, but we'd love to hear folks' thoughts about this, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, you can always go to you'llhearit.com and leave us your comments. What do you think about the current state of jazz? Who are your favorite young players? Who, what are your favorite new albums? That's uh, we want we want your lists as well because yep. we need to check some new stuff out. That's right. Um, and maybe people are you on Twitter I'm on Twitter yeah I have. have we ever talked to each other on Twitter I am, a whole, I am my Twitter game is sad <laughs> my man. Twitter game is sad too but I've been yeah. thinking about upping so maybe we could throw out there you know and if people want to kind of talk back to us about we could do hashtag state of jazz hashtag state, state of, of jazz. jazz let's do I it I don't know if we're stealing that from somebody but yeah. hashtag state of jazz and you could be at what's your what's your Twitter see I don't even know we never talked there it's Adam Manis Adam, Adam underscore Manis man how did you get that I was that was new on Twitter, but I never have used it. I think I've tweeted seven times, maybe totally. Well, this will be a good thing. So tweet at Adam Manis, A D A M M A N E S S. Yes, sir. One N, two S's that's in right. Manis, and I'm I am Peter Martin, which is ridiculous, but that's what I am. <laughs> at I am I mean, Peter it's Martin. It's a true statement. <laughs> it's a true statement because I couldn't get Peter Martin. <laughs> I am Peter Martin. Um, uh, and you can just tweet at Open Studio. What are we? I don't even know what Open Studio. It's yeah, open. tweet at us individually. It's not Open Studio. I can't remember. <laughs> but hashtag State of Jazz, and let's have a little little conversation in the Twitter Twitter sphere. Absolutely, Twitter sphere. Twitter sphere. Yeah, you can yeah. find Open Studio. I think it's. I think it is Open Studio. Open. It's not. It's not. No, it's absolutely. Is not. it like something like? <laughs> it's keep, like keep oh, jazz happening. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Keep jazz alive. Yeah. You know? No, it's. Uh, I think it's OS Lessons actually. OS at, Lessons. At OS Lessons. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll tweet it out. Look for the hashtag State of Jazz. State of Jazz coming baby. this week. Yep. Um, are we going to get in a dispute with like Jazz Lincoln Center over who owns that hashtag? Yeah, I'm sure they say <laughs> they have the State of Jazz, which you know, more yeah. power to them. Big shout out, love big, you, win. Big shout out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So thank you so much for uh, going to OpenStudio.com and leaving your comments, your your voicemails. We have the the voicemail system there. Uh, you could also leave us a rating and review, a six-star rating and review. Our I don't famous care about that. Do it if you want. Man. Oh, man. Pete's I'm not into it anymore. <laughs> He's over it. Yeah, leave us our favorite, uh, our favorite famous six-star rating and review yep. uh, on iTunes. We appreciate that very much. Yep. We still have our special going on for the all-access pass at 10% off for our You'll Hear It listeners. We've had such a great response from this. We appreciate all of you reaching out about this. That's uh, if you enter the the code... You'll hear it 10 in the offer code field at checkout. You can save 10% on an annual all-access pass to every course Open Studio offers. It's a cool thing that we do. And, uh, yeah, we're proud to share that with our You'll Hear It listeners. Yeah, and I just saw we had, I think it was yesterday, we had with our special um, You'll Hear It listeners code there, somebody from the U.K. and somebody from Australia sign up. Nice. Which is, I mean, I'm not hating on any other place, or I'm not hating on the U.S. Yeah, come on, but America. But I, I always love seeing, seeing what gets beyond America um, <laughs> to the other lands, and those are two of my favorite places. So, you know, everybody's welcome to use it, but if you're from outside the U.S., sp- special love from, from the fellas here. Yeah, but, you know, if you're an American, you should probably get on that, uh, you know, you don't want to get behind in world exactly. affairs here. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're getting way behind, so... <laughs> Well, thanks very much, and as always, you'll hear it. Mm-hmm.